Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome back to Women in Music. I'm your host, Millie Cotton, and today I'm with Hayley Smith from ITV. Hey, Hayley. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. No, thank you so much for being here. You've had such a busy week, right? Because you did BBC yesterday. I did. So, what was your talk about at BBC? Um, So we did How to Get Your Music on TV, a Love Island sync special. Oh, nice. It's a very uh, fancy name for the panel. (laughs) (laughs) And who else joined you on it? So it was um, Stephen, the series producer of Love Island, and my friend Ruth from Warner, who heads up the sync team there, and an artist who's amazing called Lou Saint, who had a really successful... Well, her career's now sort of taken off off the back of her play on Love Island. Yeah, so, amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. Cool. I start every podcast with a quick fire round. Okay. Um, so, what was the last song that you listened to? Oh my God, what was it? I haven't listened to any music today. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was On The Way Home last night. I was listening to Sam Fender's new album. Yeah. So I'd say that. Twitter or Instagram? Twitter. Yay, I think you're the first person who says twi- who said Twitter. I know, I feel like loads of people hate Twitter, but I love Twitter. I find that it's like just a lot of information. It is. And you have to really like feed yeah. through the shit to get to the good stuff. I just think like me and my boyfriend were the other night, we were just like scrolling through and it was just like, you know, and there's just like hilarious things yeah. in a row and we were like, God, Twitter's having great. The, having the it best is. time. It's like, you know, like people are actually hilarious. Yeah. Like the way people's brains work. Sometimes. I would love to be hilarious. <laughs> It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, what was the first gig that you went to? It was Real Big Fish. Oh my God, that's <laughs> such a throwback. I know. It was Real Big Fish at the folks in Lee's Cliff Hall. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I can't remember too much about it. I feel like it was so... Do you know how old you were? I was about 13 or 14. Yeah, I think I I went to my first gig at 14 and my first gig was Taking Back Sunday. That's good. Mm. That's a good first gig. It was a great first gig. I love that. (laughs) What's your worst job experience? Oh, I've had so many... My friends always laugh at me for how many random, stupid jobs I've had. Like what? (laughs) So I worked selling solar panels Mm. at uni that was like a part-time job um I had this horrible (laughs) job after I left uni it was just an admin job and it was awful and it was in Ashford and just the people there were just they were like fighting (laughs) and somebody the the day I realized I couldn't work there I'd only been there like two weeks yeah but somebody did a poo on the floor in the girls' toilet. Oh you are kidding. <laughs> no. Oh, my and, God. Yeah, we went into this meeting room and, like, there was probably, like, 15 people in there mm. and someone was like, I just need to, um, like, like, raise this to everyone's attention. Um, somebody <laughs> has done a poo on the floor of the ladies' toilets again. And I was like, again? Not even the first Not time. Not even the first time. Jeez. So I'd say, that, yeah, that might have been one of the worst. 
And I called up, I was like, we can't office eight. I know. As well, you sort of like, I don't know, it's just sexist to say, but like, you do it. A woman. You don't like, expect it, do you? You don't, from well, one I, of your I own. I wouldn't expect it from men either. No, I wouldn't. Like, You'd expect it well, from, like, But I would expect dog. it from men, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I just can't imagine, like, the sort of position you'd be in <laughs> to be, like, having a pill on the floor. What is your go-to DJ request song? Oh, I do you know what I never request songs I think because everyone says this so I, I should know. probably stop asking this question <laughs> but it's because you work in the music industry so you're like I can't think of anything worse than people like asking someone I know. else a song and it's al- annoying and also I admittedly now I don't really go out to like clubs anymore if you could it. pick one song if someone was like you're at a party yeah and you're asked to play like your banger song what would it be do you know what I absolutely love um <laughs> Kesha TikTok cool Great I don't know song. it but <laughs> you must do no I don't think so you must do it's a banger I just love going out and they play like pop like classic pop yeah bangers I love it yeah it's always have you been to pop world I haven't they had a pop world in Southampton yeah. I went to uni you must have had the best time yeah. I didn't go to pop world until I was actually with Hannah and really? I think maybe like two years ago in Leeds best night of my life it was so good um who was the last person that you rang oh my friend Ashton we just went for lunch and she was late so I was calling her to see if she'd I didn't know if she'd booked the table or not yeah we had to queue oh no <laughs> <laughs> if you could see any artist perform in any place who would it be and where Radiohead in oh I don't know where it's a hard one my house Oh my god, can you imagine? That would be so (laughs) cool, wouldn't it? Just having Radiohead over to play tonight. I know. Um, And finally, late nights or early mornings? Early mornings. Really? Yeah. Ah, I'm so jealous. I know. And it's like, I'm a morning person. My boyfriend's definitely not a morning person. So it's a clash there. Obviously, sometimes I like a late night, but I quite... It's something I feel quite accomplished, like when I get up and I like go to the gym. Yeah, I get it's loads very boring of stuff now. Done. Very boring. <laughs> That's what happens. We're late twenties. I was thinking this the other day. I was like, oh, what does my life become? But also, like, no, it's expected, isn't it? So you are a music supervisor at yes. ITV. For anyone who doesn't know what that is, even I don't know what that is now. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought you were a programmer. So I'm glad we cleared that up. But um, what do, what is it that you do at ITV? So we basically oversee the music process on... Well, I do work at ITV. I don't just work on Love Island. So, yeah. um, so we manage everything to do with, like, sourcing music. We clear music. So ITV have a blanket agreement, which means that we can use a blanket agreement with PRS and PPL. So what's, basically, sorry, so it's the, like the Performing Rights Society. Okay. So they like collect the royalties and then distribute them to the writers and performers. Yeah. yeah, so we sort of manage relationships with everyone across the music industry, manage relationships with the productions. Um, but say like my main show I work on is Love Island. So um, obviously heavy heavy music show Mm -hmm. so like we pretty much like sourcing music we make playlists to briefs and stuff like that Um, and then we do all of like the admin stuff too Um, and we we sort of oversee it all so 
everyone's music is covered for use as well. Yeah. Um, so they're not going to get sued, um, oh, yeah, basically. That's, that's <laughs> but um, yeah, there's loads of different aspects. It's like anything from like anyone singing on the show that has to come through us. Um, anything to do with the music just has to come through us, really. Yeah, sure. Um, so there's like a nice creative side to it, but then also like an admin-y legal side too so who is it who picks the music for love island so it's a series producer who actually has the say on what goes in yeah we just we provide music to him okay cool and like there's a whole edit team as well who'll like put tracks in yeah but then he'll like oversee that yeah and then stuff will go in and out sort of thing so how did you get to where you are because that's a really cool job yeah, it's it's quite. I always feel like it's quite a boring story because I feel like everyone expects you to have like this big journey. But um, so I've always worked in. Well, I've always studied music. I'd mm-hmm. say like I played piano from an early age, and then I knew I wanted to go down that path. I actually studied music tech at college and uni, so I used to want to be a sound engineer. Yeah. Um, which is quite funny looking back. I'm like, oh my god, imagine I'd be like on tour or something like <laughs> not what you'd want to be doing I don't think so I don't think I think I realized quite quickly like as well I was all I was saying this yesterday like I was always among like boys mm. I would always only be like one of two or three girls um and like that's it was fine but then I think um like I remember in college this always stands out to me so much someone said like one of the tutors said to me as a girl you'll have to work four times as hard as any of the boys in this room which is mental it is like that is meant like why would you say that to someone that's crazy it's not really a great like no it's not is it no but I think I sort of like when you're 16 and you're picking a career it's like it's crazy like you're so young I don't really know many people that have actually unless you're like right I want to be a lawyer or I want to be an accountant yeah do you know what I mean or a doctor I feel like it's quite hard to like I never had a job in mind that I really wanted wanted but I think the thing is when you're 16 you don't know that these jobs exist no you no don't one's telling you that you can be like this person yeah, who helps yeah. put music on programs on yeah, tv for like, sure you see it but you don't necessarily like think about the process behind it or yeah. how many people it takes yeah. to do that or how you even get there yeah is that exactly. yeah it's mental um so yeah I think in uni I was like I don't think I want to be doing this but then you're sort of there aren't you you're like god I've got to do this now yeah like and then it's second year and you're like well there's no point dropping out now so I did that I finished my course at uni but I think I was very set then I didn't really want to go down like the, the techie yeah route and then I had a bit of a moment where I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? I don't know what to do with my life. <laughs> and then had some boring admin jobs, as I spoke about earlier. Um, and then I started looking at, at potential jobs in the music industry. And it's so, it was just a grind. It's so hard. And then I, I got a job at Sony ATV Music mm-hmm. Publishing in royalties which is because I'd sort I'd had a short stint as well at Lloyd's Bank. <laughs> it's like, so random, honestly. But I feel like it all sort of <laughs> contributed because then I'd had like this financial experience, which yeah. I think royalties is like it's very financially he- like maths based because yeah. it's like I didn't know that really. Yeah, it was like paying people their royalties. Um. 
So, yeah, it was, like, a lot of spreadsheets and yeah. maths and stuff. So, yeah, but then that was, like, my first sort of foot in the door to the music industry, and then um, I sort of got to know different people in, the, in other departments, and then I thought sync would be... So, like, music for film and TV would be the sort of route I wanted to go down. Yeah. So then... So I was at Sony for two and a half years, and in that time I was just sort of, like get myself out there a bit um luckily I've always sort of been involved in music anyway so I do know quite a lot of people around the music industry which helped um and yeah then I I just applied for so many jobs and got so many knockbacks (laughs) it's very hard (laughs) but that's the thing though right so that it is so hard to even get your foot in the door and get an interview yes because it's so competitive especially I mean most of the music jobs are in London right and there are so many people who are like gunning to do so many yeah and I feel like as well like another year goes by and you have a whole nother pool of students who will like Mm. work for less than you or that's so true yeah yeah and it's I didn't ever do an internship because I think I was just like I just didn't know what I wanted to do so I maybe like messed around for a few years working while I was figuring that out um but it all worked out in the end yeah um and yeah so I just applied and applied and then this job at ITV came up and luckily I got it. So that's the story. And how long have you been at ITV for? Uh, just over two years. Cool. So, but it's just been a whirlwind because I travel up, because I do, I'm a celebrity out, get me out of here yeah. and love Ireland. So it's like, I'm away like half a year now mm. doing these. So it's good fun. That's amazing because it's like, it's taking you all over the world. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And Australia, I love it. It's fun. So what does your average day look like? I um, guess you don't have an average day. <laughs> but no. It maybe, could, like, yeah, take us through, like, one one day. So a lot of our day is, like, queries, I'd say. Just, like, it's just no two days. I always say, like, especially when we're on location, like, no two days are the same because mm. you'll just get, like, so much random stuff thrown at you. So say like on Love Island we have to watch the first viewing in the morning that everyone watches so it's like a rough one yeah um and at that point we're just like check all the music in it um and sort of like look out for anything like contentious obviously can't can get a bit raunchy on Love Island <laughs> sometimes <laughs> and you wouldn't want to put like an Elton John song over no a sex scene yeah or something like that um any like singing like anything to do with music at all yeah has to like be vetted by us um and then we do like music reporting as well so um it's not the most exciting part but um so we have to like log every single bit of music and sound effect that's used mm. um and then that gets basically sent to prs and then they pay out people's royalties that's a really quick turnaround right yeah it's so it's literally within what do you mean for the edit yeah. Yeah, so they have like a 12 to 16 hour edit window. Wow, so do they do it overnight? Because yeah, yeah, so it's overnight and then 
they have it's like 24 hours it's mental yeah so non-stop literally yeah so there's that and then we then in the meantime it's literally just like managing relationships with all of the music companies like people are contacting us with new music and then mm. we like filter it so we filter it through to like the edit and the producers like i'll flag anything that's particularly good yeah um and it's just a constant stream of like music like people requesting music us getting in music us listening to music like we make playlists um and then it's also like i'd say most of my day is like emails now because (laughs) so many people are getting in contact but like it's great and we've had some great stuff like artists get in contact directly now like just these tiny little um artists and it's great yeah um it's incredible because Love Island can literally now launch an artist's career. Yeah. So I had Freya Ridings on here. Oh, that's amazing. She basically had her single, Lost Without You, out for 10 months, I think it was. And not much was happening with it. Like, she didn't get much traction. And then it went on Love Island. And overnight, I think she went into the top 10. Yeah, it's mental. Isn't that so interesting now that artists are almost broken on, like, a reality TV show? Rather, that's... Yeah. It's it's a really modern thing, right? Yeah, it's crazy. And, like, we speak to people all the time, like, at labels, and they're like, nobody cares if we're getting, like, them a £30,000, like, sync on an advert. Mm. Like, they want a play on Love Island. That's it. And, yeah, like, Frey Ridings is obviously our... Like number one example, yeah, because she's done oh, really? so I didn't, well. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. she's yeah, she's done the the best out of Love Island, I'd yeah. say so far. But there's been plenty of people like this this girl Lee Saint who was on our panel yesterday. Like she's got a record deal now, management deal. Yeah. Um, and she said she got offered like five record deals, and people were saying like they just get more organic fans because it is the demographic, like the age sort of the ages that artists are trying to reach Mm. all watching Love Island. So, like, uh, and there's, like, I think it peaked, like, six million viewers in an episode. So, like, that's more than that would listen to a radio station. It literally has more power than being played on Radio 1. Yeah, it does. That's so so mental. I can't get my head around it because it seems... Because people who watch Love Island aren't necessarily, you know, music fans or everyone's interested in music generally and, you know, likes to listen to music, but they're not there for the music yeah you get such a good response to the music that's on it yeah it is it is just that and like shazam as well i think now shazam has got got quite big yeah i heard that love island is the most shazam tv show yeah it is and it's so funny like last year i remember this artist got played and we were like oh my god it's got twelve thousand shazams and this year i think the record was like four it was joel corey Mm. and his cover of sorry and I think it was like 41,000. I might be wrong, sorry if I'm wrong. <laughs> it's like, I think it was like 41,000 Shazams or something. God, that's loud, which is mad, yeah. So, and it's, yeah, people have just gone mental for it. And it, I think it's forged its own sound now over these past few years. Yeah, well, there's, but, um, there's a Ministry of Sound album, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which comes out, which um, I always enjoy the tunes on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, with finding the artist, I know you've spoken about it like a little bit. But how do people? How would the artists source? I know it's not necessarily your job, but the people who do source the artists, is it about trying to support new artists, or is it literally just about finding the artist that fits with the scene? Yeah, it is. So, like we were talking about yesterday, actually, um, and Stephen, our series producer, was saying he was just like, it's literally an even playing field for everyone. 
it can be anyone. Obviously, we love supporting new artists and it's great to hear like this amazing feedback from everyone that it's like changing people's lives. Yeah. But yeah, I think they've tried to go like a bit out of the top 40 um, just to make it a bit of a different sound. Mm. So it, yeah, it's like anyone from across any, you know, it could be someone with five Spotify plays, it could be someone with five million Spotify plays. Yeah. It, it could be anyone really, as long as they, but it is if they fit the scene and like it's lyrically, and that's why we can never, like we never guarantee anyone a play on Love Island yeah. because we just don't know what's going to happen. Well, you don't know, yeah, you don't know the content, yeah, right? From so day how to can day. you then... Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I tend to like I split things out. Like, I've already started. Well, I did actually in August. It's quite sad, but like, <laughs> like each week, like say like New Music Friday or whatever, mm. I'll just like drag stuff into a playlist, and then we sort of break them up into like moods and themes. Yeah. So we'll do like morning wake up challenge, or like we like the love and break up ones, and yeah. just like stuff that fits that. So like editors can go into these like bins of music and pick or they'll have their own how many songs are played in each episode is there a set it's number a, no or is it, it depends really it depends on the sort of episode mm. some of them can be re- like the first episode of the series and the last will have like loads yeah um yeah it just depends like it can be anything from like 10 10 to 50 how does it work with i'm a celeb because i don't to be honest, I've actually not watched I'm a Celeb for a while. Sorry. Right. Love Island, yes. <laughs> I'm a celeb. I will watch it now. <laughs> yeah, no. It's meant to be a good good series. Um, but how does it work with I'm a Celeb? Where does the music come in? Because I'm trying to picture it in my head and I can't remember, but that's just because I've not watched it in a while. Yeah, no, there's not much music in it at yeah. all. Well, there's like, they have loads of like tension y type music and they'll use like big, epic, soundtracky style things from okay. like re-records from films and a lot of library music so like a lot of um yeah just a lot of like tension epic music like that under yeah. challenge when they do like the horrible eating challenges and stuff they'll have like Ooh, tension to try <laughs> i can't watch i obviously have to watch it yeah. and i'm like ah I can't. <laughs> like when they're eating drink i think it's the drinking ones that really get me oh i just I remember it being like, yeah just disgusting it's, like, <laughs> it's so great it's testicles and stuff. it is yeah it is good yeah i do enjoy celeb but i mean i personally don't couldn't see myself drinking like no. blended up pig intestines oh my god it makes me feel eyeballs so So aside from that what do you love about your job um i think like especially with love island it's like such a hyped show right now so it's so it's really cool being involved like when you're on location like it's so much fun there's a real buzz around the place yeah um and you are just like in this bubble and obviously like getting to travel is really cool um, and just like working with loads of different people mm. as cliche as that might sound but like you just get to work with so many different people like across the board I've met so many I always say as well I've met so many amazing women like so many like across yeah. like and it's great like I feel like I've like had the opportunity to build up a nice little network yeah like a nice, nice community yeah, of yeah absolutely doing the same thing If someone wants to get their music onto Love Island, yeah. how do they go about doing that? If they're not signed, they don't have a publicist, they don't have all the things that, you know, most successful artists have in place already. 
Yeah. So, like, we were talking about this yesterday as well. So, you can literally just email me. I might regret this, saying this, <laughs> right? I'm going to get bombarded after yesterday and today. But, um, yeah, like, people just get in contact. I have people get in contact in, on every platform. Mm. I'd say if you've got a good song, like, don't just send your song if it's not suitable for the show. But, like, if you really think, you know, you've written this song or and you think it would really fit then just honestly like drop me an email um people yeah people contact me on facebook twitter instagram linkedin people wherever they can find you they do they do and people like send in cds people not that i can listen to it i don't have a cd player player? (laughs) i know know, i got a cd in a press release yesterday and i was like i don't have i know my computer doesn't even have a cd player anymore i know mine doesn't either desktop doesn't yeah it's I can't listen to your CDs. <laughs> My CDJs don't. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, honestly, just reach out. And we're so, we do, obviously, there's not enough hours in the day sometimes to listen to everything I get sent, but um, I do try. Yeah. And so does the whole edit team. Like, they're just on it all the time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but if you if when it comes to, so what I would always say is, if this song's MCPS registered and PPL, so that's basically where they register their mechanicals. Like if it's mm-hmm. if it's played on like a TV show or something, then um, so if your MCPS registered, great. If your PPL registered, great. Um, and the PPL is the recording side. Yeah. For, for anyone that doesn't know, I'm sitting um, here like I know I've got no. Honestly, it's so confusing. <laughs> Sometimes when I say it out loud, I'm like, do I even understand this? I don't know. <laughs> Um, so that's so that would cover us for the use of, under the ITV blanket agreement. If not, we can license it, but we always say to people, like sign up because else you're not going to get paid your royalties and you yeah. want to get paid. Um, so, some I think an artist asked this in the audience yesterday mm. and was saying that they can't sign up because they're an independent artist. And I'm not the best person to give advice on that. I don't think, but <laughs> but yeah, like anyone, like anyone can can submit music and yeah. we would you know if it fits then it would get used um are the royalties the same for each artist or does it depend on the the size of the artists that you use no so it depends on i think royalties are calculated it depends on like the time of day it's played what channel mm-hmm. like it's yeah it's all dependent on that sort of thing not I don't think it ever depends on the size of the artist. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. I sort of just assumed if it was someone like Beyonce, they'll be paid, you know, ten times more than someone who's unheard of. Yeah, they put no, not well. They will because they'll get played more, but mm. it's like the amount of plays and stuff like that, yeah, and the okay. duration. Um, finally, what advice do you have for someone who would like to be in a similar role that you have? Um, I would just say network the hell out of wherever you live probably london i guess unfortunately well, we've, yeah, for everyone <laughs> we've got, there are so many even things like um bbc introducing yesterday yeah yeah, yeah. what a great way to go and meet loads of people and it's yeah. quite accessible as well isn't it it's like really? 12 pounds 50 a yeah. day or 30 quid for three days i think it's so impressive i thought that as well and there was like people coming up to me like young kids well they probably weren't kids they're probably like young people yeah in school college <laughs> <laughs> fair kids to me but um yeah like I thought what a cool thing actually for people yeah like you say it's so accessible mm. do stuff like that and then 
I guess it depends. Just like for me, I feel like it probably is all links, but it is like right place, right time a lot of the time, which I guess links into the networking. But I yeah. think if you have a good, you know, I don't know if I, I always feel like I think internships are good, but I always feel like I don't want to tell people to do internships because I feel like it's unfair sometimes. It's a difficult one, isn't it? it? Is, because yeah. also it comes down to whether people can afford to do internships Absolutely, or not. Yeah, like I did all my internships during my uni holidays. Yeah. So I had to do like a part-time job as well as an internship yeah. so I'd do an internship and I'd go work in the evening like afterwards yeah yeah it's hard and it's really hard work yeah like, it is difficult. yeah I think get as much experience as you can obviously everyone's situations are different yeah um not everyone has the same opportunities as others but I'd yeah I would say just try and get as much you know behind you as you can network as much as you can whether mm. that is you know going to these events like BBC Introducing I don't know I'm sure there's others that yeah, I've never I, been to I, think, I even like panel talks so yeah, um, yeah. Alex uh, Amberfo who's on who's been on the podcast she works at Metropolis and she hosts this thing called Women Connects and they throw events all the time and they're free yeah um my friend Elspeth who works at Ireland she has this thing called Her Hustle so there are so many women doing like amazing things that are really accessible and I think it's so easy to access just people in Mm. general now like some people message me on like LinkedIn and they'll be like hey like can I have some advice on how to get into the industry and yeah. stuff like that like sometimes I don't feel like I'm qualified to say <laughs> but like, I mean no you definitely but like, are um, <laughs> it's hard isn't it because everyone's situations are so different mm. um, I don't know if there's a set rule to do it it's it's hard it's a grind it's Just unfair keep grinding I guess keep grinding yeah. but yeah I feel like something's got to give at some point you'd hope it's hard with music because it's so in demand like, everyone wants to work in... Well, not everyone, but loads of people want to work in music. Mm. There's less and less jobs. Oh, it's hard. Good it's hard, but keep, keep grinding. Keep grinding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mean to be negative. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for it's having me. It's been so insightful. And what a I cool job so. you do have. Thank you. And um, thank you for listening, everyone. Rate, review, subscribe, all those things. Bye. Bye.